0: all right hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the versatility podcast and i'm your host joel's it is currently 3 a.m at night but you know we gotta do what we gotta do (laughs) to get these videos out or you know podcasts out for y'all don't worry youtube is coming soon for this I just I'm being lazy I'm just gonna be flat out honest with y'all But um but that's neither here or there but today this is episode 13 if I'm not mistaken somebody please correct me if I'm wrong on that at all <laughs> but uh yeah so this is episode 13 and I'm here with uh my good
1: friend uh would you like to introduce yourself man so I'm keeping man uh I've been a close friend with you not too long but it's been long enough right
0: Something and like that,
1: something like something that. like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, so I'm a communication major, man. I'm a sophomore in college. I play college football as well, so I'm just doing this podcast with you. we both communication majors, so I think we we helping one another, you know what I'm saying? We talked about that earlier, so we're helping one another in this aspect. I needed the experience. We needed some content. content. We came together. Making
0: something happen. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't don't act like I'm finna like pay him like it's an internship or anything. No, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I ain't built, I ain't built like that yet. But you know, like, you know, it's 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 something slight. You know what I'm you saying, bro? Yeah, first of for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, but uh, yeah, I got um, I got him on here today, and you know, we're just gonna get right into it. Uh, This is gonna be the news today. You know, as usual, start off with that. So there's only one thing on the agenda for this today. So um, I don't know if you guys know about this at all, because I feel like it's kind of being put a little bit under the radar, but the George Floyd policing bill, that's um, basically Biden made a deadline for the anniversary of George Floyd's death, May 25th for this policing bill to be met, but it wasn't, Met as you can tell, because I, we're talking about it right now. <laughs> um, some of the proposals in the bill include banning chokeholds, lessening the impact of police unions, i.e., like qualified immunity for officers as a defense to liability against an officer in a private civil action case. And um, this which is something the Democrats are really focusing on at the moment basically it's to prevent and stop racial profiling at the state local and federal levels Mm -hmm. great thing for us black people because um i mean george floyd is black george floyd policing bills. it's just to put the emphasis on it and kind of like build off the momentum that's been happening for like the last year because it's been a year and um five days since george floyd has died um because it's may 30th at the moment mm-hmm. um and this is like i said it's a great thing for black people and we should be grateful that it's actually made it this far because it actually has passed the house on the part on a party line vote of 220 to 212 on march 3rd which was two months ago um, even though we know that if it was a for another race Which you know, it's America, and it would have been passed already, like like the Asian um hate crimes bill that was passed, like that, like you know, it's you know,
1: we know what it is, you know, like you know, yeah. But what do you have to say about that, man? Man, you almost hit it on the head for me, man. Like when it comes to black people, I mean, I feel like as we know, America was not built on any laws that was beneficial for us. It was, policing was not built in any way for us. So I mean, for them to pass a law or a bill, we supposed to clap our hands for something that should have been passed already, you know? They should have been doing these exact things for our people, you know what I'm saying? And they give us this bare minimum because we had no justice at all. We think it's such a large leap, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's such a big step, but really in all actuality, you know, these is things and these is privileges that we should have been have. And then we, at the same time, we have to thank God for people like George Floyd, you know what I'm saying? Even though he died, God bless him. But like, it takes us to constantly protest and repost. And mind you, you know what I'm saying? This bill is getting passed, you know, like you said, it was it was in March. So possibly nine months after his death, you know what I'm saying? And you get bills passed for Asian hate crimes a month after it happened, you know what I'm saying? So for us- Well, let's let's get that, uh, Asian hate
0: crimes are happening for a while. Right. Right. You know, it got it came to a head later than
1: it did than it did for us. But, yeah, Yeah. I get what you say. I mean, you know, and that's the thing, like any type of hate has always been around. You know what I'm saying? For anybody, everybody has some sort of hate towards any race. Okay, we can put that there. But when it comes to the black race as a whole, when it comes to a black race specifically, we're always on like the dead end of things. You know what I'm saying? We always on like the back background. We, we always in the background and it's always something that they try to brush over and you hear it in the news it's brushed over. You know what I'm saying? Social media brushed over. And it's just the fact that like, like you were saying, you know, this is a law <clears throat> that was voted on two months ago. You know what I'm saying? And it's just now getting put into formation two months later. Cause it has to pass
0: the, um, oops, pass the house. So that's past the right. Senate, the right. Senate next. And, um, that's, you know, that's why they're having the issues at the moment. It's, it's, it's really,
1: you hate to see it, bro. You really yeah. do just hate to for see sure. it. So, I mean, it's like, like you were saying, bro, it's like, it's what you said, exactly. We hate to see it, bro. <laughs> <I> <laughs> you, put, you hate I, to see it, bro. Exactly. I can't put it no other way, for sure. So it's like, bro, you know, all, all we can do is really thank God for the progress. But at the same time, we just got to keep fighting, keep going hard, you know what I'm saying? like you said man it's like sometimes it get worse for it get better that's true but i feel like it's as a, as a as a black race as a whole we didn't went through our worst you know it needs to be better from here for sure
0: yeah i feel like this is um uh like in, a more of an emphasis for for people of our skin color um black um in yeah. case you didn't notice or didn't are watching this at the moment <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but Thank like you. to right. like actually run for these positions of power and even though your odds of winning are still not that um grand and big they are better than what they used to be and it's really like of course we know like as you said like we have to we have to like realize that these victories are not as big Mm -hmm. as they are but at the same time like you said also we have to be grateful for the progress that we have made. And I feel like that gets undermined a bit too much. But at the same time, it gets overstated uh, at the same time. Yeah. And you have to find that median of being like, we did it. And then be like, job's not done. Kind of like how, you know, Giannis, like, said the other day before right. they <laughs> swept the heat technically yesterday, he was like, job's not done. Then guess yeah. what? He swept them. But right. then at the same time, you got another series next. Now you don't know if you're facing the Nets or the um yeah. or the uh, Celtics. Even though right. we know it's probably gonna be the Nets, but you know, like, still the job's not done. You have to be grateful for what you have done. You conquered that. But now, what's next? Now, yeah. what are you going to do to prepare yourself for what's next? Right. And I, I feel like we 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 as a whole in the black community, we take too long to celebrate like our We we spend too much time celebrating these small wins in like a public eye and not too much into like the government eye of like the real legislation. Like we get a lot of recognition through social media, like the NBA putting out these videos and just doing more stuff for HBCUs and all that stuff and all that, which is good. It's great. And that's great progress. But there needs to be more legislative action like the Asians got. Like yeah. other races have gotten over the years, nope. and we gotta we we have to make sure we put ourselves in the positions to be able to make those decisions.
1: I feel like this, you know, we got to look at the them people passing them laws. They old white folks. Definitely, Let's be real. They old white folks. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? So it's it's like them the ones who carrying on this this racism. You know what I'm saying? Because racism is something that's been passed on. Trauma could be something that's passed on through the blood. You know what I'm saying? And okay. Racism is a mentality, it's it's a lifestyle that someone chooses to live. It's not, it's not something that someone is born with, it's a lifestyle you choose to live. So we got these older white folks that's in their 70s, 80s, you know what I'm saying, holding on and trying to carry this uh make America great again type mentality. You feel me? And it's like that's what's hindering us, you know what I'm saying? That's what's keeping us under. You know, because like I said, once again, we look at these laws and these laws weren't put here for the empowerment of black people whatsoever. This country was not made for the empowerment of black people whatsoever. So when you got these old people that's trying to hold on to these, to this, this mindset, to this way of living, it's going to take much, much, much more time, bro, much more time. And like you were saying, I mean, as black people, we celebrate these, these short, small victories, true. But at the same time, it's only going to be only so long before you're happy with getting the short end of the stick, you feel me? And like, as the media keeps opening it up, as social media keep opening it up, these people are starting to open up their eyes and realize, okay, you're giving us the bare minimum expecting us to be happy with it. You go to down Texas Roadhouse and they give you a chicken patty and they tell you every time you got to be happy with it when you know you deserve a steak, and it's like, it's only going to be so long before you go in that bug and you're going to keep me happy with it, you. <laughs> oh.
0: Man, use so like, the Texas Roadhouse analogy. <laughs> you
1: feel me? It's like, bro, I want a steak, man. I want some juicy. I want a steak. I want y'all to pass some. I need y'all to do some. You feel me? So that's what that's what I mean, bro. Like, black people, man, it's like we have a lot of people that start to open their eyes. And like you were saying, again, the eyes of somebody running. Uh, and, and I'm going to go back to Kamala Harris. I believe that's how you say her name, correct? Kamala Pamela uh, Kamala Harris, black female vice president. Such a beautiful thing, such a beautiful thing. It truly is. But you have these black people that do get power with white mentalities, right? That's true, that's true, so you that's can true. That's true. White. I mean, you could be a black person by skin, but you can be whitewashed by the mind. So in what benefit does it, what, what are you doing anything for me besides being symbolism? You know what I'm saying? Because mm. that's simply all you're being the symbolism that I'm supposed to be happy with and be like, you feel me? Clap it up. <laughs> she won for sure. <laughs> yeah. Woman power, I got you. You know what I'm saying? I'm here with you on that. But it's like you can't sit here and be like, I'm here for these, for the for the black people. But up here upstairs, you for the white folk. You feel me? So it's like we look at Joe Biden, bro. You feel me? And um uh, a lot of people don't know, like, when it comes to this three strike law, Joe Biden helped write that. You feel me? So, mm, that's we true, got too. somebody that's incarcerated or was responsible for writing something to incarcerate so many of our black men, but yet again, it's supposed to be sitting next to someone that claims that she's for black power. That's not making sense. You feel me? You see, I'm at a like, I'm
0: at a um. With with uh, Biden and, and Kamala Harris, I'm at yeah. a like uh, in between with them. Like I see what they have done, right. and then uh, and then like especially when it came to the presidential race, I saw what they had done, right. and then I saw what, what was on the other side. But you, and I was like,
1: but you gotta you gotta keep this in the you.
0: you know, I had like I, I'm just saying like if I had to choose between the two, I was like I'm going with Biden and Kamala because. Because although they both have shaky pasts, yes. I see what they're doing right now. And I feel like Biden, even though like whatever, whatever could be happening on the dark side, because I know it's politics. Right. I know like I know that, like, so, you know, because I'm a communications major and I like, even though I just started this last semester. Like I can read between the lines and I've been able right. to do that for a while. Thanks to my right. like my parents who have been able to make sure like you always do your own research. But. Right they have done a pretty darn good job cons- considering everything. Like they pushed for things like they said, like even though of course the policing bill for black people should have right. been passed a while ago, right. that's not exactly their fault because right. we knew okay. it was going to be hard to pass it regardless. Right. And so, it's, and so I, I feel like they don't deserve as much like um crap as as uh, a lot of people, especially black people give them. But at the same time, I feel what you're saying too, because it's like, hey man, we got, Dana got PTSD from what you already did to us. So like, you
1: really gonna have to make it up now. But I I, I feel you on that though. But you you gotta understand this, the first 100 days for a president is when they're able to do most of their, that's when they are gonna do the most, most significant work out of the four years. Their first 100 days is when they're gonna pass as much as they can. Now take that into account. You have a country that's going to get through a pandemic, mind you. We're one of the slowest, uh, slowest countries um, recovering from the uh, pandemic. You got other countries that's back fully functioning, right? Back fully doing everything that they need to do. That's because so you, you have, don't enforce our regulations enough, though. That's right. really what it is. Right. So you have a you have a country that's barely recovering from this pandemic and you're in your first 100 days. So now all I have to do is really feed the people temporarily giving them what they, they need to give them this insurity of things that they already should have had, right? To make them feel like I'm on their side. Cause truthfully that's in that first 100 days, most presidents do the best that they can in that first 100 days. That's the most leniency that they get. So all I can see is, okay, you put out a little bit of healthcare, you know what I'm saying? you gave out some of the uh, stimulus,es you know what I'm saying? Gave out a little food stamps. Yeah, you took care of some of the black people. That's something that you should have been did, correct? Okay, fine, we'll let you hide that. So, I mean, it's like, as far as, I mean, we talk about Trump, we talk about Trump so bad, but just being from Milwaukee, now Milwaukee is the second most racist second most racist city in, in America. We have the, we're number one in black male unemployment and black men, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So like taking that into account we had a president in Trump who was a, who, who was a, you know kind of iffy most agree big iffy big iffy, <laughs> big iffy. Big iffy. <laughs> but he had one of the most he had one of the best you know uh unemployment uh takeoffs in the last probably three presidents before him you feel me the
0: I think un- that was built off of um Obama before
1: him too cuz it, it was been. already going it too been. it could have been but at this time, at his turn, that's when the unemployment rate really drops. You know what I'm saying? So he could have took what Obama was making. I'll take it if that's what it was. I don't. I didn't specifically look that deep into it. I'm just trying to speak on what I know. Make yeah, it definitely. Fit. I feel. But I'm thankful it. that I'm thankful that he took that and kept it going, despite all the Make America Great Again, how much racist shit we thought he was on. I'm just happy when it comes to that. It's like sometimes with politics, you got to take the meat off the bone, bro. If you help feeding my black people, okay, we cool. You feel me? You're not gonna make me happy on Monday through Friday, you feel me? But if Saturday you can give me a little joy, I'll be cool with that. Because politics, you ain't for me anyway. So it's like shit, I gotta take what I can get from you.
0: So I feel that's like that I'm- goes both ways still, though. I feel like I feel like because then that's that's still like you were saying before getting you on his side at the same time, which right. you, which I, which based off what you're saying, you're not, but at the same time, I feel I again, I feel with what you're saying
1: about a side, you got
0: to pick a side with politics. Period, mm. that's that's side. the issue, but that's that's the issue. But the listen, issue is that. Listen. You should yeah. not have to pick a side. You but, pick again, topics Ju, that you agree on
1: right. and then you separate from it. That's right. what it's once supposed it to be. But once again, Ju, I'm going to speak on what I know. America has one of the oldest and most racist electoral systems in the world. Of course. Electoral votes should not be a thing, period. That's no. the most racist way to set up any country. We, own, we We are the only country that hasn't evolved in the voting system since it's been begun. We voted in the same way that motherfuckers were voting for George Uh George Washington. You feel me? Nothing of all. You feel me? And that was in a racist state of that was in a racist state of uh, of the world. And we still take that same electoral system and using it in this world that's supposed to be free, that's supposed to be equal, that's supposed to be blacks and whites are, you know. How are we still taking these racist tendencies into this world of freedom? But we're supposed to somehow be content with that. You feel me? So I'm saying if unfortunately in America, you got to pick a side, you. So I'm saying if my side is, if, if, if the side of Trump was helping my black people, as far as jobs, then that's the side I'm gonna have to rock with. Do I mess with you? No, but at the same time, you're benefiting me more than you're hurting me, you feel me? And it might not be me directly, but I see a difference in my people, you feel me? I see a difference in my people. So it's like, and like I said, once again, coming from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the second most racist city in, in in the United States, and the first most uh, the first for black male incarceration and black male unemployment. When I see those things go up for my people that's around me, even though if, even if they're not concerned about me the way I'm concerned about them, it's just like I can pick that side up here mentally because either way they go, they gonna make me pick a side regardless. You feel me? So if it's affecting my people, then it's affecting me long term because if these folks ain't hungry, then that mean they ain't hungry. You feel me? If they ain't hungry, that means my grandma, she got a less chance of getting robbed. You feel me? My auntie up the street, she ain't got to worry about somebody kicking mm-hmm. her. You feel me? So that's what you got to think about when you're thinking about this 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 economy. So therefore, I'm saying, you know, and then even with these uh, dang, um, stimuluses, right, that they're giving out. Okay, this ain't free money. You got to think about this long term. Long term, tax is going to be at the roof.
0: So, mm, depend but yes taxes are already going to go up regardless it's just a matter of who they're regulating,
1: regulating they it to the most you, you got to think about it they have to get that money back or the inflation rate is going to go down the price of the dollar is going to be worth less less if so much money is still flowing around the economy June. so they're going to have to wait as much as they give it out they're going to have to take it back that's the way currency stays efficient so therefore you have to think about that in in any way because i mean what other way would they get the money back? Besides taxes. What other way do they have to get the money back besides taxes? Or the inflation rate is gonna go down. The price of the dollar is gonna be down. And then most people don't even understand that American money is not backed by gold anymore. So the price of a dollar or the value of the dollar is not worth much anyway. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. George W. Bush took that away from us when he was doing the oil thing. He unbacked the uh, the dollar with gold. So it's like, US money, Truthfully, is just like a, a a mindset. We think of the dollar as valuable, but truly, it's nothing backing the dollar. Truly, that's making it valuable. So, therefore, that's where taxes comes in because they have to make sure the inflation rate doesn't rise. You feel me? A lot to unpack there, but it's it's it,
0: politics and all that stuff. Really, is a bunch of mess that uh, a lot of people just yeah, sure. messed up over time, yeah, sure. and it's it's. And, but back back to my point at the same time though, it's it's right. sad that you have to pick a side. That's the issue. Like that's like, I, I realized that because of my major and because of what I want to do for a living, just in generally speaking, I need to know what's going on and I need right. to like understand like these, all these different intricacies and all that type of stuff. But I shouldn't have to choose just like, one side is never truly right. Right. and that's in 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 i wish that people even if they don't believe in that mentality i wish they still wouldn't just fall into it regardless because right. they feel peer pressure to do so in this society right. in this country specifically this mm-hmm. racist country built off the black the backs of black people and you know it's it, it's it really you can go on and on and on and on and on about this for days but oh, I'ma put a uh I'm gonna am I'ma put a pen in this for now. I'ma put a okay. pen in this for now. Cause yeah. this like I said, there's a lot, there's a lot to really unpack here. About so to. I'm gonna put a pen in this for now and yeah. then I'm gonna move on to the next stuff that we gotta get into. Cause like cool. I said, this is a lot. There's a lot of mm-hmm. stuff. But no, you've made some very valid points. I feel like I made valid points as well. I mm-hmm. feel like it's definitely um it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Make sure yeah. all I gotta say is the final word. Um do your own freaking research, everybody. Bro, I was just going to say that. Like, if what I say, I believe what I say because of what I've heard and what I've seen and what people told me and what I've seen for myself. Kiwan yeah. has done this because of what he's learned, what oh. he's seen, and you know, and vice versa, and all that type of stuff. So, Man. please
1: do your research. All right, well, it's about perspective. So, no pers- The way you feel about it doesn't mean you're wrong because no one else might agree. You know what I'm saying? Everything is about a perspective. So, you know what I'm saying? Keep that in, in, in mind and definitely do your own research because taking word of mouth, that's what get most people in, in, in a predicament where they that get- Facebook mis- be going right. crazy nowadays. Right. Right. <laughs> man, real, man. Word of mouth be going stupid. So, yeah, stupid, for sure. Man. All right. But yeah, so
0: now we gonna get into the next thing. Um. Mm-hmm. So for all you- um news today, people. If that's your favorite segment or whatever. Uh, that's it for that. All right, now we're gonna get into some NBA basketball because it's playoff season. But before I get to my Bucks, which have been playing R-Bucks, amazing R-Bucks. basketball, I gotta get into a few things that did happen over the week. Um, regarding to you know what happened with those NBA fans, right? Like that that was tweaking. Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, so the first one is Russ got Russell Westbrook got injured and he's walking out the tunnel. This is game 2 of the Philadelphia versus um Washington game. And this is at Philadelphia. And you and for those who know, Philadelphia is Philadelphia fans are um Something there's something like let's just put it like that. And so Russ is walking out the tunnel, and somebody pours popcorn on him. When yeah. I tell you that man, Russell Westbrook turned into a yeah. <laughs> he turned
1: into a negro. Yeah, he yeah. was about, he was about to kick his ass. Oh my gosh, it was yeah. it's I'm like, like my God. and the thing about it, bro, it's be like they get so mad at NBA players for reacting out of being a human. It's like, bro, people like. He's just a fan. But that's still a grown man. That's, that's a story. grown man. man. So it's like, bro, like I was saying, like, bro, you got to hold them fans as accountable as the NBA players. It's just because you're making a million dollars. That don't mean I'm supposed to shut my feelings off for of somebody. Part. Yeah, part exactly.
0: Them. This is and, their job. They get paid bro. to do this. But this is still a mm-hmm. job. Just like y'all. This is, Somebody I said there was like, what if Russell Westbrook watched your job, looked at you dead in your face and then right. threw popcorn in your face? Sure. What you going to do? You're going to fight him, right? Or you're exactly. going to stand up for yourself or something, right? Exactly. Like, exactly. come on now. And that fan was banned. So guess yeah. what? He got what he deserved.
1: They said they banned, right? If it was an NBA player, he going to get fired. All right, so if you know what this fan is, I feel like they should be getting... They a get, fan. He gets suspended potentially, too. You know what I'm saying? They This fan needs to be getting a fine or something like that because, okay, he that fan is banned from that stadium. That fan can go somewhere else and get in there. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I mean, they're doing something cool, but I feel like, man, they should, they should, they gotta, they gotta do something more, man. Cause <sighs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a hard, hard thing to do.
0: Like, uh, it's like, what, what, what type of, what money do you find
1: them? Like what, what
0: exactly
1: come out do you out find God, like, like if they don't want to pay, you know, almost like a ticket from a, you know, almost like a ticket from the city, you don't pay it. So out like 600? I don't know. I don't know the price. I mean, I would say something reasonable. You I can't find them ten thousand like he <laughs> Yeah, because they, yeah. they don't make that type of money usually. Yeah, so I ain't gonna do that, but I feel like they need something that's gonna make them think before they do something like that. Because I'm just saying, you know, once again, bro, it's like it's about respect. It's about respect. I understand <laughs> yeah, he man. in Philly. That's cool. I mean, we just talked about also, I mean, I don't know if he was gonna get to the point, but when Kyrie was talking about, you know, the racist slander or whatever the case may be that he Shoot, was. From Boston.
0: Boston's crazy.
1: You know what I mean? So it's like, and then you got people like um, Marcus Smart that's even saying stuff like, you know, I've heard it before, you feel me? And um, I was actually watching some analysts on ESPN last night, I believe, that was speaking on it and saying how in Boston it it, it get kind of chippy. But it's like, at what point are these fans gonna be held accountable? Just like these NBA players are gonna be held accountable. Because I mean, if any other NBA players were throwing back racist comments to these fans, they're going to be held accountable. The fan are going to be let off the hook, you feel me? But at the same time, they're all grown individuals. So, I mean, I, I just think that, you know, I I think besides the dollar signs, they still need to give them respect as human beings. It's almost like they think when they put that jersey on, they become puppets, bro, you feel me? And I, I don't know, man. It, it, it's just good. It gets <laughs> yeah,
0: and, um, the, and then there are also two more incidents. And it's crazy because these all happened on the same day. Like um, not the Boston comments, but like the Rust popcorn, and then Trey Young while he's in uh, Madison Square Garden. This was on uh Thursday, I think. I think it was Thursday, Friday or Thursday. It's one of the other. Um um, no, it was it was Wednesday. I think, I think it was Wednesday. Um and um, basically Trey Young was inbound on the ball, and you can literally like if you slow mo it, you can see the spit touching him, and I think he looked back for a
1: second like. That just happened, he got on 50-cent no. wife. You feel me? She kind of jumped, you know what I'm saying? You see it in the video. I think Trey handled that very, very well. Oh, I'm man. just saying, you know, if I'm that close to a fan and he spit on me, my grandma always told me, Man, if you want to ask what and spit on somebody, you feel me? Because that's 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 different, right? That's different. So that's built diff. <laughs> so I don't know how he held, he held his composure. That's a great example of. Somebody, you know, doing what they got to do, but man, I know me personally. We a row apart. Me gonna spit on me, bro. It's like, jeez, crazy. You know what I'm saying? Crazy, bro. (laughs) Crazy, dog. Shout out to Trey, man. Even though I don't like him, but shout out to Trey. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And then, um, the last one that happened was, um, John Morant. I don't know if you heard about this one or not. This is this is, um, Utah. Another, um rowdy and extremely racist um fan base they've been called out fans there have been called out numerous times especially with russell westbrook i don't know what it is but these man 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 these fans hate russell westbrook bro and it's really crazy i love russell westbrook personally but that's beside the point so basically what happened was one of the jazz fans said to john Morant's dad who was in the stands because of course i'm gonna watch my son play basketball like what <laughs> my son is a superstar like i'm close to a superstar so like he was like he said i'll put a nickel in your back and watch you dance boy to another grown man okay no that that's not it though then another made a sexually explicit remark to ja- to Ja's ma mom uh jamie and then a third person also told John Moran's mom to shut the f up b um i think you know what those um words that i'm trying to say are um i think it's pretty self-explanatory <laughs> but yeah um utah fans um get your stuff together cuz that's
1: ridiculous <laughs> that's literally ridiculous Jeez. like dang i'll put a nick on your back and watch you dance yes like jeez bro like man and it's like once again to go back to those comments or or, we were saying earlier it's like bro for people to even still be going around saying this type of shit bro it's like it almost show you how much like racism is still alive and well bro it's like you gonna really say that to another grown man that's probably you know well often all them put together you know and he called him a boy, right?
0: That's Broly. some 1950s racism, right there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, you feel me? Like, bro, that's a grown man. You calling him a boy, like, bro, get real, man. Like, crazy,
0: man. That's that's insane. Know, but that, that one blew me, man. That one yeah, blew me. yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. When I saw it, I was like.
1: I was like this a movie or something? Like, what's like what's going on here, bro? Yeah, I wonder, yeah, bro. I wonder, did they know they were speaking to his mom and his dad?
0: No, definitely. They knew exactly who they were speaking to. Uh, they knew exactly. Don't I'm not giving them the benefit of a doubt regarding
1: uh, no. okay. they knew who they were speaking to, bro. Right, 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 right. Man, that's like I said, once again, you bringing this you bringing this to me, you know, that this that's something I didn't I did not know, and that's Bro, it, once again, bro, you see you, you got so many people that call black people so vicious, and we're this and we're that. And you see people, once again, time after time, really handle themselves, you feel me? Because, like, man, like, me and you both saying, man, there ain't no reason to hell, man, or way in hell that I would've
0: held my people. And then I, the mom, the what they said to the mom is just like, just be, be oh, respectful, bro,
1: be respectful. Man, there was no way that that man would've left without no asshole, well, you feel me, bro? <laughs> Man, you know, shout out, the, shout out to his parents, man. Shout out to Josh, shout out to Trey, shout out to man Russ. Man, it's like, bro, y'all, y'all really, as much as they try to down us, you feel me? Y'all still showing them, man. You know what I'm saying? We we got some sense, you know what I'm saying? We got just, some sense. So, uh,
0: just think about all the people that like never said anything about what happened to them. True, very, True. very, funny. it's just like racism in the same type of way, like. You know, like think of all the incidents that we never heard of that are probably way worse than any of the ones, even the worst ones. Like I'm not downplaying Emmett Till, but like like probably stuff that's happened that's way worse than Emmett Till. And just put that in your mind. Stuff happened that was way worse than Emmett Till. Think about that. That's crazy, ain't it? That's that's insane. (laughs) <laughs> but i i we go we go we go we go keep right. it moving though man. Right, go, man but now i get into real basketball man and, right. you know i i i i think i think everybody who knows me knows i'm i am a huge bucks huge fan. You know. bucks fan you know, you and know. you know i was in disgrace the last two years and um mm-hmm, you know my L's I have really been L's, you know, <laughs> like, you know, I lose four straight to Toronto. Then you get just massacred in the second round against the Heat. Then my Bucks came back with a vengeance. They said, nah, we want Miami. All right. Then next thing you know, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Sweat man. them, boys. <laughs> what you talking I, about, uh, man?
1: I think sweat them, boys. Yeah, man. I think um, this is the first time. I want to say big shout out to uh, Drew Holiday. I think that we should have been, 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 man, Ben We probably should have never picked up Eric Bless. So I mean, maybe at the time we got at him at the moment him. we needed him. At yeah, the moment, I, I will admit I, we I needed think he was him. Okay, but he shouldn't have been with us no longer than two years. <laughs> For real, I agree with that. <laughs> maybe three at the most. But for him to stick around at five years, six years, I believe he was with us. That was unbelievable. Man. But to have a true point guard who can come in, and score, play great defense, and also facilitate, I think that was a big plus. We got Giannis. Um, I think him stepping up and getting like a kind of a shot will really help him long range. Just how we seen like once again when you talked about Toronto, how he depended on athleticism and Toronto kind of. Gave him something that kind of slowed him down. But once again, man, I was gonna say big shout out to Chris Middleton. I think this is the first time in the playoffs that I've really seen him do connect. his thing, like do really his do his thing. thing convincingly. That's the that's the game key phone. thing, convincingly and game consistently. One, game one, a game one, four seconds overtime, time, over time, man. And he did what he did. I'm like, Crazy. you know, maybe he maybe he owns something. So I mean, if he can keep that going. Because, bro, he ain't never showed up in the playoffs to me. Not once. No. Not once, bro. Boston. I mean, Boston, um, 2018. 20, um,
0: 20, Boston, 2018, he showed 20
1: up. 22 long. That's what you're trying to say. It was you 20, said what? I said it was 22 long. he should have been stepped up every... <laughs> man, it's not no reason. This <laughs> the number two? You the number two, bro. It's not no reason. No, I Drew's like, number two. I don't care. No, nah, no. Nah, nah, Drew's but, number two, not. Nah. Man, I'm... I, and, I'm going to go to your guy, man, Brent Forbes, man. I t- like- bro, I told you, I told, I told everybody.
0: Let me, hold on, wait, let me, let, let me read something off real quick, bro. This, this man, Brent Forbes, 16 of 33 from three in the series. That's great. What? What? PJ? Bryn Forbes, Bobby Portis, and Drew Holiday Bobby were Portis. the best acquisitions that we could ask for. We needed yeah. toughness. We needed right. a consistent three shooting, and we needed a playmaker and another person who can get a bucket and be calm. And yeah. we we got all that and all four of these dudes. Yeah. And if if and Drew was plus minus ninety eight in the Shit. series. Had a plus minus of 98. Plus minus 98 in the series.
1: I'm going to ask you this. Well, I'm I'm going to comment on one of the biggest pickups I feel like was PJ. Just because I feel like PJ, he bring that dog, man. I feel like that's something that we needed on our defense. Just because, yeah, we have Giannis. But besides Giannis, who we really had that was like a, Dog, that was like playing defense. I mean, at one point, Eric Blessed was supposed to be a shutdown, like defensive type point guard. But when he getting in foul trouble more than anything, I feel like he as a starter, that 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 eliminated him out of that ballpark for me. But the other thing about PJ that I feel like that was that that that's significant to his game is that corner three. And that's something that in the Bucks offense, it becomes open a lot. It's Pittsburgh. Perfect. Grim Forrest had like
0: three, four open threes uh, today. uh, I mean, well, yesterday. And uh, I was just looking like, y'all
1: really going to leave him open in a corner like four times? What's wrong with y'all, bro? Like it it perfectly, it perfectly goes around P.J.'s strength, which is that corner three. And then it also helps emphasize his defense. So I definitely think that. And Bobby Portis was another great pickup. I'm going to ask you how you feel about Dante, man, you feel Dante, me? Dante, um, tell me how you feel, cause I mean, see, um, ligament tear, bro.
0: We're gonna miss, <laughs> we're gonna miss his like his defense and that that body of like his body of work is hustle. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me let me go on. Hustle, rebound, mm-hmm. defense, and then an occasional like make a play with his like athleticism slash his three ball. And it's, it, he's not, he's better than Pat. And and of- I, I I think that we got to find a way if Brent Forbes had just, a li- if Brent Forbes is just a little better defensively, we'd uh-huh. be perfectly fine still. But uh-huh. since he's not, and Dante yeah. is much more athletic and much better defense. Like yeah. even though he he'll, he'll get cooked by like Harden and all them, he will still hold his ground enough to where but it I'm makes him a little more that. difficult. And I think yeah. we'll miss that. But we have, but the great thing about this Bucks team, like you said before, we have the depth. We yeah. have the depth to withstand yeah. it. Give more minutes to PJ. Don't yeah. give too many minutes to Pat yeah. Connaughton, please. Don't don't get please don't yeah. don't
1: please don't. So look, but we have the body. But so look. You got the big three starting, right? You got bring. All right, so you got the big three starting. We got Brooke. He brooke gonna get a book. So we got Drew, we got Chris, and we got Giannis. Those three in the so they averaging about 20 to 25 a piece. With them three in the game, it shouldn't be no reason why we should need anybody besides Brooke Lopez to truly score. I feel like this gives an open. He's scoring point. 20
0: a game, dang there now, because he just gets in the paint. You can't guard him in the paint. In you can't guard
1: him. In 08, he getting into it in 08. So I think that leaves a perfect place for PJ to come in. Just saying how he fit in the starting lineup in Houston, um, just and how they used him being more defensive in the starting lineup than offensive. I feel like he could definitely do that same thing. And I think it will open up more for him as far as that corner three. Just because he'll be out there with three other starters, well, four other starters that can score over twenty buckets, I mean, over twenty points, and then off the bench we have Bobby Portis, Bryn, and Breen, and we got and we got Condon. You feel me? So True. I feel like we still got another big three that can come in, and we're staying. If not, you know, I ain't
0: gonna go put, I ain't gonna patent no big three.
1: We <laughs> <laughs> be coming off the bench though.
0: No, no. No, I don't up. like. I like. I. I. I don't think I've said this on this pod specifically, but Pat Connaughton, I can't.
1: i you know, know, like, like he. He, bro, cardio. <laughs> cardio, okay. bro. Okay, I feel it, but also <clears throat> another thing about Dante DiVincenzo that I feel like we'll be okay without is just because you got to remember at the beginning of the season the Bucks did trade him off when we thought that we was gonna get um the one guy from uh. Donovich, don't yeah, even get me started,
0: bro.
1: So at the same time, we kind of showed that he's good for us. But I feel like that trade, him being traded kind of put that fire under him. With oh, I would have said bye, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I feel like that's what helped him play so great this season. But at the same time, with all the good things he's like attributed to our team, I definitely feel like we we still definitely OK without him. We're, yeah. We would have been better with him. But I think without him, I don't think it's a lot. It's not people,
0: that bad. Like we're not that bad it. off. Like if it but, was, if it was like Bryn got injured or maybe like um, Middleton or or um, Brook got injured, then that that changes a little more stuff for us. Yeah, but Dante, like we got people like Nuora off the bench. You got Jeff Teague.
1: Like oh, we got so many bodies, bro. Like I'm that'll not that Jeff. worried. Yeah, I'm not that worried, but like I said, I, I definitely did like our chances with him. But without him, I don't think it's, it's it's a bad thing though.
0: Yeah. But. Um, and then just um a few more things about the Bucks and then we'll move on to the next one. Yeah. But uh like Giannis playing off ball, playing phenomenal defense, realizing that I don't need to score 28, 30, 40. In order for us to win, like I got to get my teammates involved. I have to be a distraction off ball. He, you know, he's working on that post fade consistently. Man's had a triple double in this, in game four doing this thing, and then like um, Brook Lopez, like I mentioned, I mentioned just a a piece of it before, but him getting in the paint that this man has barely attempted any threes, and I it is music to my Ears because he's just he's doing what he's already doing in Brooklyn, and it's and we still have space. Yeah, because he's still a threat from three-point line, or you put him in a shooter's box, and you gotta defend that, bro. You have to defend that. And bro, so I've been telling people that even yeah. though we have Giannis, you can still put Brooke in the paint because it still works, because that's how great Giannis and this yeah. team is on shooting and just spacing and everything. And yeah.
1: Bud is good at spacing too. But yeah, I think, you know? like I said, you know, and I said it again, you know, when you when you do your job correctly, it also it opened up opportunities for you. I think Brook at one point he depended on the shot a little too much than he needed to in past years, and I think it all goes back down to Aaron Blesso. When you have a point guard who's scoring twelve on his best days, rather than a point guard who's scoring twenty on the average day those differentials and points, they take less pressure off people that's not that's not uh, contributing, you know, because you got Giannis and you got Chris, who got to do their thing. And the last, you know, I feel like the only person that can score besides Eric is Brooke. So I feel like it forced him to kind of depend on that shot just a little bit more. But now him being able to be comfortable with his own skin, playing the role that he needs to play, I think you definitely see the dynamic of the Bucks, especially in the starting lineup, get way better. Um, and I think maybe, to me, I think Brook moved a little bit better than he has in, in the past couple of years. You know, he looks like he actually wants to play this year. So um, – He moving so, that big body finally.
0: Yeah, he running older. the
1: floor on fast breaks to get to the bucket instead of just spotting up at the three. I know he's, I know he's older, but, man, I think this year so – th- this year is just – he looked like he wanted to play. So I feel like this is like
0: even though teams ain't gonna believe us, like believe I mean people aren't gonna believe in us, but this is I feel good about us potentially winning a chip this year. Like it's I know it's gonna be a tough road and I know we got a lot of stuff to do still, but I mean just just read this, just defensively, just read look at this. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Butler, the, the man, the myth, the legend from last year in the bubble. Right. Average 14, 7, and 7 this series. Like, bam. Average 14, 7, and 4 this series. Okay. That's – like, you can say that's an off day or whatever you want to say, but that was defense. It was. That was defense. I watched this game, and the defense that Drew, Giannis, Dante, before he got injured, Brooke just demolishing the paint, bro. Like, in and, and – it's it's because they got over the screens better on the threes, so they made it harder on their threes. Yeah. And so plus, we shot something that they yeah, definitely
1: man. depended on. Like when you look at them last year, you got Tyler Hero and Tim Duncan. I mean, is that his name? Tim? No, uh, Duncan Robinson. Duncan you Rod- think, Robinson. You think this man said Tim Duncan? That's the greatest power forward of all time, man. What yeah. you like like? Duncan Robinson. My fault. That's on me. They was lighting our ass up. Lighting our ass yeah. up. Nick Crowder. My yeah. goodness. That up. So for us to be able to defend that three a little bit better, man, it just took them. I feel like they came in low key with the same game plan that they came in last year in the bubble. I feel like they thought they can beat us twice with that. So was really, when you look at it, nothing really changed. Same game plan, same solo play. Bullshit. So for man, them,
0: yeah, for them, yeah. for us, we changed. Yeah, like Dana, everything. Like we, we, had, we 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 used a lot, and they clearly cannot guard Giannis off ball. Like not barely can, and then Middleton was just my man, Middleton was just picking on everybody, bro. Everybody, every like I've never seen him make so many, like just straight, like no, no, no rim, no backboard, just pure net, bro. Just swish, and I was just like, This is a new
1: Middleton. Like, I'm I'm just like I said, I've never seen him play in the playoffs like this. Like, never, bro. If this was probably his best series definitely He's had the playoffs like by far definitely so big um
0: yeah but yeah yeah but yeah it's um you know if we end up facing the nets bucks and seven if we face the celtics um bucks and four <laughs> but we're probably gonna play face the nets um but it's bucks and seven and then bucks and six against sixes if they make that far and then Bucks and whatever against whoever made it, the, it was in the, to the finals. All right, it's our year. All right, and I don't want to hear none of that. But yeah, moving on to the next game, to the next um, series. Mm-hmm. Um, my, um, I see y'all see the y'all see the, the Paul George jersey. I'm clearly I'm a Clippers fan. All right, like I'm not a Clippers fan, but I'm a Paul George fan. All right, I've been a fan since the Pacers days. All right, and days, right? Can you admit huh? that.
1: The pastry days was his better days.
0: Um, he actually is more efficient and everything now. It's just that whenever he plays bad, people want to get on him. Whereas you see, like, how nobody's getting on Jimmy like that right now or nobody's getting on Bam like that right now. You, you see, it's just the difference in, like, it, it's cool. We'll talk about that difference time.
1: But basically, the Clippers
0: have Kawhi Leonard, John Rondo, Pat Beverly. You don't have. I mean, it's 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 a mixture of different things. The Clippers they don't have an identity. I think that's the main issue with them. Like if they don't hit threes, it's like what are you doing? Like that's the issue with the Clippers for me. And um and they like they have they have a a collection of good. Really good players, right? But it's like, how do they exactly fit? And to me, like I said, if they're not hitting threes, I don't see how they fit together like
1: that. Like, they're just kind of out there getting buckets and playing singular defense. You can kind of see it. It's like the chemistry is so iffy between them, bro. Like, iffy, bro. They might go on a run and then they might go and they, they offense is so damn slow. Like, if it's not a fast break, the offense, so they kind of make. They one of them teams. It's like you watch them because of all the names that they come with, yeah. But it's like when you watch them play, it's like damn, the game boring. Like yeah, winning, bro. Like, they, bro, they
0: just be running around. Like I've I've seen Paul George, Kawhi, and especially like Paul, especially Paul George and Rondo. Kawhi yeah. does it sometimes too. Like they'll dribble, drive, but then they'll curl around the baseline, still looking for somebody, still looking for somebody. They eventually just pass it out and then somebody does the exact same thing over and over again it's like it's aau basketball or something like it's like it's really like hey we got all these names and talents and stuff but you know like game three where you know paul george and Kawhi are rolling of course they're gonna win that game because those two are rolling but if those two aren't rolling like whereas you see the bucks if Giannis ain't rolling or if drew ain't rolling or even middleton ain't rolling we got yeah. other people who can fill in and like you know and get in the paint as well as shoot threes as well as hit mid ranges. With the Clippers, they got those people, but the offense doesn't make it easier on those on their teammates to do that. Whereas right. the Bucks' offense at this moment makes it easier for for them to do stuff without their star players having to do everything.
1: I agree. I agree. I agree with you wholeheartedly on that.
0: Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> <How about Tyron? laughs> i mean i'm trying to think man like because i don't really know how to give them a benefit out of the doubt because i mean they
0: don't, got- don't 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 uh, no 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 I, i'm like i'm a i'm a, I'm a you know like i said i'm a paul george fan and okay. when, when he messes up he messes up like i like my only issue is just the fact that they don't give that same energy to so many people it's like everybody wants to see him lose and i i oh, I, I, I hate i hate that like i really do hate that i understand it because people going to be people, and, like, the right. trolling game is just – that's just what it is now. Yeah, but you exactly. see when he has a good game, nobody, like, says a, a dang word. But as soon as he misses, like,
1: a few George, shots is over. They out of him, though. It's like, all right, Kawhi have great games. LeBron have great games. But if LeBron, if LeBron have a the fucked up game, you're going to hear about it a little bit more than you're going to hear about him having a great game, because that's what you expect out of LeBron. That's LeBron. Paul George, for one – he come with a swagger, he come with a little a little mouth, he gonna talk. But at the same time, it's like, you got stars, cool, but like, nobody choked as hard as Paul George did last playoffs. Be real, that's your guy. If that's your guy, let's be real. Nobody choked as hard as Kawhi choked last year in the playoffs. He he brought that attention to himself. Besides my bucks, yeah, no, media. yeah, nobody choked as hard. Then he go on the media and say, it's, it's this, I'm gonna be back next game. He had that good game. Right back now, bro. So it's like, at the same time, it, you kind of got reasons for Paul George, bro. You kind of got reasons on why you why you like that with Paul. Excuse me. Especially, like I said, like, he been with Kawhi. Dang, going on three years. He been with Kawhi. This is the second year. This is the
0: second year. Second year? Second year. This is the second year. Second, second, second. Damn. Yeah, Second. Really I know it last year was a long year, bro. Yeah. <laughs> last year was
1: a long year, man. But it's it's no reason why the chemistry shouldn't be simple. Like low key, you you kind of you have spurts where you see the simple chemistry out of them, but then you have times where it looks like they everybody just got traded. Like it's everybody first day in, in LA. Everybody first day being the clip. You feel me? So I, I I don't know. Like I said, I, I thought the new coach in Tyron Lou was gonna help, but I don't know. It, it just, it's just in between, man. It, it
0: really is in between. And then on top of that, like, I don't I don't, I don't think we appreciate the greatness of Luca as much as we should. Because this man is ridiculous. This man is cooking everybody. Now, he ain't cooking Paul George and Kawhi, like, mm-hmm. as much as he's cooking Zubach and Pat Bevin'em. But he's yeah. still cooking them. Like you could say he's cooking them a little less, but he's cooking everybody. Like I I've never I have never seen this, especially from no what is he, Sol- Slovenian, bro? <laughs> like Slovenian or whatever, bro. This man is ridiculous. I have never seen an unlet unathletic person like this just cook any and everybody. I have never seen anybody lock him down before. Like, I've seen people lock down LeBron before, like, when he, you know, and like, certain different
1: cases and stuff like that. I ain't never seen anybody lock down Luca before. People be me, locking down Luca. It's it's, it's not yeah. necessarily a lockdown. He had nice when he ain't as good as others, so you do better. But Luca just got a way of slowing down his game and speeding it up. And then he also is very good at drawing fouls as well. So it's like sometimes with Luca, with him being as big, he's able to draw a lot of contact, able to get to that line. Sometimes you see him fly, sometimes you see him sell. But Luca just he's one of them players that know how to play his road to the fullest. So I think with Luca, you know, I don't think that people don't or we underappreciate him. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's, it's it's that fact. But I just think that sometimes, you know, Luca, he his game, like for instance, you were telling me like most time Luca, if he's going right, he's gonna drive, if he's going left, he's going Yeah, running. you know what I'm saying. It's not the fact that we or don't. Or is it right, it, shoot, and then left draw. I don't, I, I can't uh, remember at the moment. Hey, you know, but you was telling me, it's not the fact that we don't appreciate this game. It's just like, we see the same thing over and over again, it get boring. So it's like, yeah, he's scoring a, a, a 40, but it's a boring 40 sometimes, or he's scoring a I wouldn't even boring. say it's boring, but it's just like you said, before, We expect it's boring, it. We expect it's
0: boring, bro. It's boring. Let's be real. With you. Nah, bro. When I see, nah, bro, when I watch that Clippers game, uh, Yes, no, 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 two no, no, days no. ago, man. I was like, I was looking at it like, who
1: was doing this I was like, game? this is
0: ridiculous. Like he was just pure net on these threes, pure net, bro. It was. I'm looking. I'm like, I don't know. If we can win this game. Like <laughs> I was, like, I was really like in my head, like, bro, we might get three old right now. Oh, like yeah. for real, for real, because because of one man and mm-hmm. then and then the craziest thing is with this mass team is the fact that they ain't even that good, bro. They're hitting a lot of just deep threes right now. And that's not sustainable. And that's I what mean, happened in game three. They couldn't hit their deep threes as much I as they mean, did in the other game. You
1: got, um, you got, you got, it's decent. I mean, him and Porzingis, um... Porzingis, they cool. Choking. Yeah, yeah, sometimes he do each other. I mean, he cool, and, and, and y'all got, um... Dang, I forgot, um, y'all got, um what's his name? Something junior. Um, um, oh, Tim Hardaway junior? Mads? Tim Hardaway junior. I got Tim. And then y'all got uh Josh Richardson as well. So, I mean, you got people that can come in and get, get buckets. I mean, scoring 14, 16 a game. So, I mean, you have little people that add on to that little, to what Luca got, God, but he definitely leads the charge, though. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. But it's not like he's just out there with a bunch of nobodies, though. You know, Josh Richardson, we know him for a shot. Tim Hardaway, he's definitely a playmaking. He's a playmaking guard. We got Porzingis. He's a big who can drive, but he definitely can shoot. And we yeah. have seen him in a regular season spark. But I just think Luka, man, I, I mean, you talk about that game. Yeah, that game was exciting. But, like, most of the time with Luka playing, it's slow as a bitch. Right?
0: Man, I don't know, it man. Buggy, so to me, like, I, it's I, exciting, bro. To me, it's exciting. We different. Hey man, I'm. T- I mean, I, I. I guess, bro. Like for me, like I, of course, I love the glitz and glamour and stuff like that. But it's just something about Lucas' game, bro. Like right. it's just like it, it. It's so Lebron-esque, but just so much more finesse to it. Like it's so much Wait, you, more like.
1: You think he got more
0: finesse? Technique to it. It's like so okay. much more at a younger age. Because okay. Lebron, I- when he was younger, he had to technique nigga finesse. But it was but we focused on his athleticism. Right. Luca does all that and more without
1: athleticism. And I, you know, it's it's crazy, bro. I mean, he got a lot to offer. No doubt in my mind when you say that. But um, I'll agree. I'll agree with you, Ju. I'm going to let you have this. Like you said, we're going to put a pin in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
0: Clippers play again today, I think. Yeah, I like. I don't know the exact time. time The Bucks play then. We don't
1: play again until like next week or something. We don't. We gotta wait to. I don't know when we play. We gotta wait to see if the Celtics take them six.
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. But uh, yes. But yeah. Um, clip my Clippers. Hopefully, um, can um tie the series up today, um, tonight. I think it's gonna be sometime tonight. Um, because it's West Coast. Um, so hopefully that happens. And Paul George has another great game as well as Kawhi and Rondo is Rondo is Rondo and hope he keeps doing Rondo. So Uh, um, have you been keeping up with the John Morant series a a, a little?
1: A little, just a little. I mean, low key on the low. I was hoping that they low key was going to lose just because, I mean, it's Utah, but you wanted Utah to lose? I kind of want the John to lose. But John, John, John lose? I don't even know, bro. I've been kind of questioning myself about that part. Like, I usually would be with the underdogs for real. But I don't know. I just feel like Utah, they so, they really, they really, I think they're really a good unit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. Like a are. unit I would like want to see played like on in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Because even if John Moran and them win this series, you know they damn near gonna lose the next one. Let's be real. Jazz losing the next one.
0: They going against Luca or they going against Paul George and Kawhi? I don't bro. like their chances.
1: What? I would give. I would give Utah a better chance than I would give Memphis. Memphis getting smacked. Memphis mm-hmm. getting smacked by you. Mm-hmm. Memphis dogs, bro. Memphis is Memphis a bunch of dogs, Memphis, bro. Math's true and all, but Memphis getting smacked by the clips. Let's be real. Who got a better chance facing the Clips, Utah or Memphis? Let's be real here. Oh,
0: okay, I have I have a, a bit of a like a a weird taste for um Utah because right. they they really remind me of like the Bucks the last two years, but like not as good, right. like not as much so of a superstar.
1: Like as far as being like the best, as far as the record. like just
0: being a number one seed and like hitting a lot, relying on the three ball a lot. But at the same time, not having really like enough like star power, you know, like just a good unit, really good unit. Definitely better unit overall than us. But Mm -hmm. let's say you replace um, Gobert with Giannis. Then that's a championship team. Whereas, you know, Gobert, he defends the paint at an excellent rate. But if Gobert had a freaking offense, if he had offense. If this man had offense, like elite offense, and that's what he really needs to work on, because his defense is going to be great regardless. His wingspan is like seven six or something like that. Yeah. It's like if he just had a great offense, that team would be so much better. And I, I mean, just don't like him for and plus he can't guard one-on-one. So I I, I don't like him for that either. I mean so me. huh? D can only do so much, bro. Huh? I said D
1: can only do so much. Yeah, but you got Conley, too. And then you got Royce. Then you got Ingles. I mean, bro, he's in. Then you got, bro, Jordan Clarkson. Oh, real, bro. Real Real deal. Real deal. The Kobe disciple. Jordan Clarkson, something different, bro. Like, I was just watching the game. I'm like, bro, this man really got the green light on everything, for real. Everything, bro. Y'all I'm like, bro, that man got the green light on everything. This I'm man, sure. this this man be having
0: so much, like, run on his, like, momentum on his jump shot. He'll yeah. shoot the three and land at, like, the, the free throw line, bro. Like, because that's how much, like, momentum he has on his three ball. But it's hit
1: great. It, though. And hit it. Hit, hit it. What? What? So, like, I think with Utah, this probably going to probably be one of the most developed teams that they probably going to have, like. Cause somebody getting traded this offseason somebody getting released for gotcha. sure.
0: they need a superstar bro they need right. they need another they need another star bro
1: so this is closest thing that they can get before having to max out that salary cap so i would like them to see them go a little bit farther than like memphis just because memphis is going to be the same memphis next year and the year after that they probably can't add a star mm-hmm.
0: I don't know, bro. That boy Dylan Brooks is something different. I ain't going to lie. they keep his
1: development going, it's raps. Yeah, I am going to say Memphis can add a star. They're going to get better before they get worse. But with Utah, they're going to get worse before they get better. That's, That's true.
0: Because they got oh. age on their side, too. Joe is like 34, I think. He be
1: balling, though. He, I ball, like he it. Ballin', though. I be balling, though. He balling. He be balling. But be ballin'. I don't know, man. I, I think... I would like to see them go, a but before just because, like I said, I I know it'll get worse for them before it gets better, as far as like the off season go. Then you got um, D Mitchell. He ain't he ain't do for he he just got a nice contract. Mm-hmm. But besides that, I don't think nobody inked up besides maybe Ruby go bigger. As far yeah, as he got a he got a fat deal too, right? So you got Conley. I don't know what's gonna happen with him. Once again, you got Royce, and we got uh. Enos, um Enos. Dang,
0: you're right. They kind of are on the the, you know the clock. They're on the clock a bit. I didn't even realize you
1: know, that it's gonna get worse before I get better with them. So I would like to see them go farther than the first round because you like I said, Memphis is gonna probably be first round. I mean, Memphis is gonna be in the playoffs for probably the next four years, five years before no longer it, than that with John Morant, they're gonna be in the playoffs for a while. Like a shaky Memphis again, like a shaky Memphis, you know what I'm saying?
0: Bro, I'm telling you, Memphis gonna get somebody, bro. They got or they or they like just just like the development of Jaron Jackson and, and um, John Morant. Like yes. man, score forty seven in a playoff game, bro. Like come on now, but that's that's that's. I mean, it wasn't a loss, but like right. that's a dog, bro. Like okay, that's so a dog, bro.
1: I got a question for you. Who you think may be coming in the offseason will be a good fit for Memphis? Just because a three. What three? That's what I want you to ask you. What three? Saying, I mean, really-
0: if they want to shoot for the Stars, go for Kawhi, but he ain't coming there. Yeah. But, um,
1: shoot, I Paul
0: George would be great for them. Not- I ain't going to lie.
1: I'm talking about that's on contract.
0: That's not going to be on contract next year. Um, th- I'd have to look at the list of small fours. Oh, DeRozan would be great for them. He'd be great for them.
1: It's going to be like another Spurs team.
0: No, he, no, it isn't. Because you have Ja and you got Jaron Jackson Jr. and Valanciunas is really nice too. And you got mm. Dylan Brooks. Then you just put DeRozan at the three. That's nice, bro. That's a nice team. And they got Justice Winslow still waiting to come back.
1: What's going on with him?
0: Injured, uh, injury prone as heck. But um, so he probably end up. with about the bench then? You said who? The bench, the bench, Memphis bench. Um, you got. I mean, Carl Anderson is starting right now. They got uh, Grayson Allen. They got Trey Jones. Um, I'm trying to think at the moment. Man, um, Brandon Clark. They got. They got. Man. They got. They, they. 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 They're a young team, bro. Like they got so much room for development. And that. Yeah. And then when when you got a, a a young team, but then they're dogs at the same time, you got yeah. something to grow with there, man.
1: So. So, so we're speaking about the bench when we go get to the Sun games. I don't want to jump there. I don't
0: want to jump the. No, that was actually the Sun's game was actually next because, cool. um, um, CP is hurt. Like Let's just yeah. kill it like it is. They have no chance without CP3, that's just oh. no chance at all. And they're already yeah. underdog, regardless. All right, look. And then the uh, the and just a few things, but the Lakers are too big and and too experienced, yeah. and then on top of that. Aiden bro, bro. is the most consistent player in this series yet. They just, it's just not enough, bro. Unless D Book goes off for 50, it's raps, bro. Unless CP3 is man. Fuck. Fuck, Listen, how much
1: did the okay? The Lakers up 2 to 1, right? Right. How much did the Lakers win by? If I'm not mistaken, it was a good 10. Eight before – no, I think it was six before, you know, the free throws at the end of the game type shit. That's what L.A. having their stars, and that's what Chris Paul only having seven points in 20 minutes. Chris Paul averages about 16. Mm-hmm. That's so I'm just saying if you give another 10 points, that's just an average cp 3 We're not talking about a playoff type CB3. He closed that deficit every time, just as he did in game one. In game two, they closed that deficit. Yes, they lost with a hurt CP, but I'm saying with a healthy CP, you talk about size, every time they still coming through. That's why I say with a healthy CP, three. They, they if have it a with chance. a healthy CP, I think they would, me personally, they would be up two to one on Lakers, if not three. Let's be real. Because mm, that's,
0: I ain't going to say three. I, gonna I ain't going to say them. three. I ain't going to say I'm
1: gonna three. I'm going to give it to them. I ain't going to say three, I'm saying – the Lakers is not beaten by a large enough deficit to say, with Chris Paul, it don't matter. But you have to
0: remember that the Lakers, like especially LeBron and AD, especially no, not even AD, but LeBron is still like recovering. Like bro, we, really? like even though we great, LeBron is great, but like at the same time, he's human and he's old. Like he's recovering still. But he's still giving a dub though. It's still- but that ain't bro. We we bro. We seen Braun enough. To know when Braun is 100%. He's
1: not, but Bron is not doing horrible enough to be like, wow, LeBron is.
0: I mean, it could only get better for them, though. That's all I'm saying.
1: That's what we say, but uh, I don't know. I don't think they have. You got uh, Dennis Schroeder. He comes and he goes. You got Kuzma, who is just as good as shooting for the stars sometimes. Leave that man out of here, bro. <laughs> you got you got AD, you got Brown. off the bench, you got Caruso, and you got uh Taylor and Horder, Tucker. Horton Tucker, yeah. Cool, is it championship?
0: <laughs> yeah, but when you have LeBron and AD, anything's a championship, bro anything bro it's like what it's like what the nets have bro it's like when you have like KD,
1: kyrie one. Harden, bro it's like you know like shoot that's i got like a chance bogus, bro. like that's bogus if if one of the stars get hottest enough to take on a regular nba team let alone three so exactly. it's like bro, with, with them that's forget it you know what i'm saying that's that's different yeah. you got Harden, who known for carrying Harden can score 40 points whenever he want to wake up and score 40
0: and like he, he wake up, brush his teeth, say, hey, I'm scoring for you today. Bro. Right.
1: You know what I'm saying? So it's like, bro, I, I can't fight them on that. Now, with LeBron and AD, you have seen games where they have been very great. And you've seen games where they were very inconsistent. You find games also when one does better than the other one. And I feel like as much as we say LeBron helped his teammates around him, I think Dennis Schroeder is not good off the ball. Nope, all. not at all. And with LeBron game, it forces him to be off the ball. But you know, like if you look in the last game in the fourth quarter, when Dennis did have the ball, when LeBron did feed him the ball as a point guard that he was, he went scoring like six straight at one point um with the and one. So he's I, a rhythm player. He's a rhythm right. player. Right, exactly. So I was gonna get to that point saying he's not gonna be able to catch that rhythm, especially when you have a playoff, Playoff LeBron with the ball in his hand. Fine. Correct me if I'm wrong. So it's like eventually he's going to throw this dynamic off of this team. Eventually he's going to get thrown off to make it like. Because last year you had a Rondo. You know what I'm saying? And Rondo
0: don't need the ball, but he
1: can get the ball at the same time. Right. Right. And you got a Rondo who's trustworthy. They got to trust Rondo. Rondo going to make that. Dennis Schroeder, he's trustworthy. Yeah, kind of, sort of. I'll trust you. But I don't think that I trust you in the playoff game, though. Rondo, we 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 seen how player Rondo get now. Rondo didn't win that chip before. He been there. You know what I'm saying? His just so, the
0: urgency in that Clippers game the other night was was crazy. You feel me? Crazy. So
1: and they and then we I had even seen some stuff on Instagram that was like Rondo calling out the Mavs plays. Yep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, that that's why they just running Luca. They just running Luca. You feel me? So I mean, you got a, somebody like Rondo who got that. So I mean, last year that's how that dynamic was so strong to me personally, but they didn't really lose no big players in the off season as far, that was more significant than Rondo to me. So I'm saying like, you brought in Dennis Schroeder, but like I said before, and like you said, a random player, Rondo can turn on the turnover as he pleases. And the thing about Rondo is if he's not on as far as the scoring, his passing will always be there. He always gonna give you a dime. Dennis Schroeder, can you say the same? He can give you the simple assist, but as far as playmaking, I don't think Dennis Schroeder is truly a playmaker to me. I don't see an offense being ran through Dennis Schroeder anywhere else besides Atlanta and here. But you yeah. put Dennis Schroeder on any type of roster, I, I can never in a million years say, I would think they would run the offense around Jeff T like they once did before, before they put down Dennis Schroeder in that starting lineup. Let's I think Dennis Schroeder is better than Jeff T. Bro. Right scoring-wise, I think he is better than Jeff Teague now. But I would say back when they was both with Atlanta, hell no. That's <laughs> funny. That's Jeff funny. T was good. So, yeah, like I was saying, you know, bro, like I think eventually it's going to get shifted. That, that dynamic going to get shifted, bro. It's, it's somewhere just because, like you said, right now we're getting Brian, but eventually we're going to get that playoff Brian that's trying to turn up and want to shoot. We'll see.
0: I th- I think as Bron's getting older, like I'm not a Bron fan in the slightest. I can't stand right. Bron sexuals. But uh, <laughs> but Bro, like I just um, I-, I feel like he's getting old, and he understands that he has to defer a bit more in such right. in certain situations. And we'll right. see how that unfolds as this series goes by. But um, one last playoff series is this is actually my favorite playoff series of the yeah. first round: Hawks versus Knicks. This is a crazy series. I love yeah. it. I love it. I, I really do love it. And it's – please go seven games. Like, if, if if it could, I would love it for it to go seven games. I love the trash talk. Trey Young talking all that mess. Mm-hmm. And he's backing it up, telling him to meet him in the A, and then he beat him in the A. Come on, now. I need more of it because the league is getting soft. And
1: I love this trash talk stuff. I mean, and, bro, I and, mean, they, they... – This one I'm going to say – this is all I'm going to say is, if you look at the roster, Atlanta probably has the better roster. Not probably. Yeah, they have the better roster. <laughs> they and starting in five, though? No, I take that back. Atlanta has the better roster. New York has the better chemistry to me. Like, New York New York chemistry is the reason why they're in the predicament that they are now.
0: That's true. That's now, true. now, I'm
1: going to tell you this point here. They're losing by 10. Julius Randle is going two for 12. They're losing by seven. Julius Randle is going four for 16. That's true. Most most improved player. And you seem like you the player that need most improvement. You feel (laughs) me? You won the award and he seemed like he did everything. That's because Nate McMillan put the clamps on him. You feel me? And it's like, bro, this man, literally, I think that was game one. I seen this man go miss five shots. In this time, like a clutch, I think this is when Rose hit that clutch floater at the end. Mm. But I've seen them come down and shoot a three-hit number back. And I'm like, bro, what in your mind made you feel like you was able to shoot this three? After you went about four for 16, I believe he ended the game with, you know? So I think right now they need to focus on, because once again, this is a team that's losing in small, small deficits. And we've seen Julius Randle turn up, you know what I mean? Something that's foreign to us, we seem like he can do it every night. So I think if we can, if 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 New York can get something consistent, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's, I I don't know if it's the award. I don't know what it is. But he man, he been balling different. If New York can get something that goes around Julius Randle, that can get him back to scoring 18 a game, 30 a game. I'm talking about he went regular season getting him he he went out of a, I think a 10 game streak he scored 33 times or something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. so it's like we, if if they can get him to score a a dub they beat Atlanta
0: it's it's just too hard for them to um create offense when when J- Julius Randle makes a lot of tough shots and yeah. people who make who shoot a lot of tough shots and the playoffs usually end up flaming out because you know it's the the defense gets it's harder. The game gets slower. And, and you know, like the, and the, the Knicks, the, the Knicks are really good. Like they're, they're like, they, they play really good defense, but they're lost on offense. It seems like, and like RJ and Randall, like you said, like especially Randall needs to okay. pick it up. RJ uh, Barrett needs to pick it up as well. D Rose balling his butt off best player for the Knicks, this whole series. Sure. They're like one star piece away. From being a potential contender. And I feel like,
1: like you know, yeah. Look for that in Obi Toppin. When they grabbed him, I definitely thought he was probably going to be in that starting rotation. He wasn't nowhere near as good as I I'm thought. I'm surprised
0: he's he getting minutes
1: right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, all I didn't see him do this series is shoot a good three and have a decent putback. That's five points. I mean, I need you to come back with a little something more. Um. But to hit on RJ, bro, RJ is, I don't know, bro. Like regular season RJ won all that. Playoff RJ really ain't to be impressed. <sighs> RJ just ain't impressing me right now, bro. Period. Um, um, um no no level. So I feel like for them to be losing by these small deficits and Trey Young doing this and Trey Young saying this. I mean, you gotta give Trey Young his props, but at the same time. I feel like he definitely shivering in his boots because if you can get RJ scoring his regular eighteen, you can get Randall scoring his regular twenty-five. They win it straight
0: up. Mm, I don't know. I don't know about that. I yeah. feel like I feel like it would, um, because you know you can't just automatically put the points there and then like they do their thing and they win because I feel like it's gonna be you know somebody else for Atlanta is gonna step up. You know somebody else for you know I feel like there's always like a balance out with that type of stuff. You know, because these are really evenly matched teams. Like this is really evenly
1: matched. Yeah, but besides
0: John Collins, who gonna step up? Lou, Bogdanovich. That man is a beast. They got Gallinari too. Lou
1: Will. They're deep, bro. Lou Will is.
0: He he. Okay, he he. A little more wishy washy now, but okay. still. But still i I know he's I know he ain't the same Lou will, but he's bruh. good to go off for
1: of twenty every now and then, bro. I'm just trying to make sure we got the same Lou will that we talking about because you you said they're deep including Lou will. I'm like Lou will can I, still get a bucket, bro, yeah, yeah, Lou will can still get a bucket, but I would to include Lou will in my star like <laughs> conversation. I would make him like a Derek Rose for probably two years ago. that's the stage of career he's in. You know what I'm saying? Like he can get a bucket, but like he 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 ain't at know. what
0: cause type
1: shit. Right, exactly. Here we go. Hell <laughs> no. So like yeah, that's where I'm at with it, man. I mean, look cool, look cool though, but nah, he he ain't he ain't with the stars, bro. Not not <laughs> well, you know
0: what? Either way, I think NBA playoff basketball is it's back, and I love seeing the fans. Except for when they're wilding, but I love seeing the fans. I love everything that's going on right now. It's definitely gonna be man. I can't wait for the second round because this this that's when it's really gonna go down. Because potential matchups here, like just putting it out there, I ain't gonna say these teams gonna win, but you got Bucks, Nets potentially, yep. potentially Sixers versus probably Hawks. I have Hawks winning in six. By the way, that's my prediction. Oh, maybe I should tell y'all what the heck my predictions are (laughs) for this first round. But that I'll say that afterwards, I feel like it's either going to be, I don't know what's going to happen, Mavs versus what's the name, but it's most likely Mavs, Jazz, or Clippers, Jazz. And then you also have um, Lakers versus, because it's probably going to be Lakers. Lakers are probably going to pull out this series. I'm just going to be honest here, although I want the Suns to win. But uh, it's probably going to be Lakers versus Portland or Nuggets, I feel like. Portland's going to win this that series by the way. Um hopefully Clippers can win their series and yeah. So yeah. But yeah, um um you got any other like weird hot takes before we end this episode off and everything?
1: Man, no weird hot takes, man. I was going to listen to your uh, your predictions and and see how well, you know, you've been getting your odds because I, mean, I I I I I'll, I'll, re- I'll read them all cuz I did a like a, a pool with my family. Yeah, I know you. Uh, um, I know I seen Joe. He 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 had the little thing pulled out. Oh, when, we,
0: when we was at the park the other day. Yeah, 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 so. yeah. So I had I had sixes and five. They probably about to sweep. Um, I had nets and five. Okay. See I right. had bucks and six. I thought no, no, no. I changed it to five. I changed it to bucks and five. All right, because I was like, I see a reply on here. I was like, What did I do? I was like, Okay, it's Bucks in five, and then I have Hawks in six. Okay, I have Jazz in seven, I had Lakers in seven, Blazers in seven, and this is the one I just got wrong Clippers in five if they, because they lost the first two. I didn't know they were going to lose the first two games at home, but we can still come back and win in seven. And you know, I you know, we got to take what we can get, but yeah, those are all my predictions.
1: I mean, I would say you, uh you, you it's, it's pretty good. I mean, the, 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 I think you said Memphis. You said Memphis and seven.
0: No, no, no. I got Jazz. Seven. 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 I
1: don't think, I think it's gonna go that far. i I'm gonna go six. Yeah, I'll say six. Seven, Jeez. You giving the, you giving the Jazz a little, I mean, you giving the Grizzlies a little too I'm much. I'm telling you, that boy John ja Moran is a dog, man. Jai, He's Jai, a, Jai a Jai, Jai. dog. Ja dog, no doubt. Like, Jaw dog for sure, but. I don't think he have enough around him to compete continuously with that that Jazz team. That Jazz team yeah. pretty stacked on the starting five. Especially level. when they hit threes, you know what I'm saying. So like, and for them to be, what's the record between them right now? I think Memphis is up oh. one, right? Uh, no, uh, um, Jazz
0: are up one, but also I wanted um, oh, jazz the one. Jazz actually averaged like sixteen point seven threes made. Like in the regular season, I think they're around that mark right now in the series. And that's it's like, bro, what are you supposed to do when Nick is hitting
1: 17 threes a game? Like, what
0: like how do you even
1: that's ridiculous, bro? All they needed was Donovan Mitchell back, bro. It just added that, it just added that that that, that dynamic just that imagine dude. they had one more star, bro. Like one more, like legit, legit, legit oh, star, star bro. I don't count
0: Conley, bro. Who's the one more star? What you don't count, Conley? Um, no, bro. You, I'm saying like you, like you said before, though. Like, what if they trade like Joe Ingles, Bogdanovich, or or like Royce O'Neal and some other people for you know, like a star, you know, like a star star.
1: For one, I'm trying to figure out who would even fit in that system besides the people that bro, they have. Got.
0: you got to wait till – bro, you know what happens in free agency. Nobody thought Paul George was going to get traded from the Thunder, bro. Nobody thought – or that he was going to get traded from the Pacers. Ain't nobody thought that Kawhi was going to end up leaving the Spurs. Like, things oh. happen.
1: James Harden left the Rockets. Like, you know, things happen, look, bro. Look, I'm not saying that nobody believe, but when Paul George went to OKC, he, he ain't fitting in the – Chemistry is as good as he thought he would have. No, he, they did fit the chemistry. They
0: just, I don't know what happened. Uh, okay, see, I was pissed, though. I'll tell you that much.
1: <laughs> I like that year that they had him, uh, Russ, and Carmelo. It, I like that. I like that year. I mean, did they do shit? They couldn't get the offense
0: right. They just couldn't get the offense. Yeah, right.
1: but I, I did. I, I enjoyed just watching them just because it was it was a shit show sometimes. But, I mean, it was just, I don't know. It was just nice to have. So. Yeah. Definitely was it. Definitely was interesting. I I'll, I'll say that. And then they tried
0: to blackball Carmelo, and then now he's balling on on the Trailblazers. All he needed was a good offensive system for him. For sure. But yeah, man. But yeah, I think that that's about it for this episode. I got some other yeah. stuff, but I think I'll save it for a different time for now. Yes, uh, this episode is already running about hour thirty. <laughs> it's four twenty five oh. a.m. in the good old Milwaukee. Wisconsin man. area <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah um but uh you got any shout outs or anything that you want to do before we head out and everything
1: no nah, man Drew, I just want to say big shout out to you once again man because I definitely need the experience here even though you know it's pretty late but you know like I told you I'm gonna pull it through for you so I'll pull it through so you know I want to say big shout out to you for that and uh I just hope the podcast keep doing numbers bro anytime Appreciate you, it, man. you know it, man I'm always down Appreciate it, bro. I got,
0: um, I'm just doing stuff. I'm just trying, try, trying to get back on schedule, trying to get these, uh, once a week videos out for everybody, man. Like just being honest with the audience, bro. But, uh, yeah, I really appreciate it, man. Um, you know, I got to get this stuff done, whether I got guests or not, you know, I got to do what I got to do. You know what I'm saying, man? Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh thanks to everybody who stuck around to this far in the episode like you're the real troopers like you're the real you're the a1 since day one. Oh my gosh like for real for real man like y'all y'all the ones man so yeah um stay peaceful stay positive stay right get stay some good. sleep i know for a fact i'm finna get some sleep i got some stuff to do <laughs> when i get up but uh yeah y'all be easy um Watch NBA playoff basketball, even if you're not a basketball fan, because it can be fun. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Go argue with your friends. Go play outside. Go do all that fun stuff. And this is Jewels, and I'm signing off. Peace. Yes, sir.